Have you ever felt like the work you were supposed to love is instead sucking your soul and you aren't making the impact you always dreamed of making? If so, you aren't alone. From broke and underemployed to six figures plus, powered only by daydreams and grit, I realized I was burning out and my values of freedom, purpose, and making an impact were taking the backseat to my wallet. I realized that I needed to build my own field guide to awesome from the inside out. So I gave it all up and I traveled the world to rediscover what was most important to me and create a business that filled my pockets, filled my soul, and allowed me to multiply my impact. But the question is, how will I do it? Join me on my journey and find out as we build our community of experts and share the secrets of success from the inside out. My name is Trina Sarekia, and this is the Field Guide to Awesome. Welcome back to the Field Guide to Awesome, folks. Last week, I spoke about the seven different perspectives of lying that we all experience at some point or another, including how we recognize them in ourselves, and the worst type of lie that we need to recognize as soon as possible and stop it before it causes us any more damage. So if you missed it, go back and check it out. But don't go yet, folks. This week, we are diving in to the Energetic Perspective series. Each episode in the series will be focused on one aspect of the seven levels of perspective. Why is this important? You are about to find out. You are about to find out. This is going to be awesome. Well, this first level is not so awesome, but we need to recognize it, figure out what it looks like. And I'm going to also be sharing with you some strategies on how to get past it. All right. My name is Trina Sarekia and I am a success and self-mastery coach, and today we are going to be talking about level one, victim energy, and the perspective of, I lose. What a fun way to start an episode, all right? No one likes to be a victim, nor do they like to feel or think of themselves as one. I know I don't. I know you don't. Victim isn't fun, right? So who is this for? All right, this is for you, all right? Because there are times in your life that you will experience some of what I talk about here, all right? So have you ever been stuck in a pattern where you felt like you had no choice or stuck in a situation where well maybe not you maybe you don't recognize it as being stuck but where you're doing mostly well or heck doing fantastic right you still have some work to do all right because serial success makers who are mostly working in their know and flow all right, but still know that there's something more for them. All right, they can struggle to integrate this into their lives. Or those of you who are working towards something that seems to take a step back for every step forward you take. All right, it's like the goalpost is moving. And hey, 
even if you know exactly what you need to do, but it's either not catching on or it's exhausting, it's exhausting you all out of proportion to the perceived task. All right, you likely have these subtle influences of this energy that prevent you from accessing opportunities that are right in front of you. I swear these opportunities are right in front of you. You just can't see them yet. Okay. And hey, human, yeah, you. You have experienced this kind of low energetic state that I'm talking about, even if it's a small bit. All right. And we're going to talk really briefly a little later on today about how even like a small bit of this energy can pull you out of alignment and hide major growth from you. Okay. And so I'm going to be talking about this victim energy as well as it's also known as level one perspective, how it will show up for you, how to recognize it and how to stop being at the effect of it and break the cycle so you can clear out the subtle forces that are holding you back from the momentum the fulfillment and happiness that was meant for you all right so some things to keep in mind that it's not an all or nothing state you could be regularly operating a successful business building strong compassionate relationships leading like a boss and still into intuitively innovating solutions. But even a little bit of this energy's perspective can limit the health, happiness, wealth, and fulfillment that is possible for you. And this perspective isn't always obvious. If you're really stuck in it, it is pretty obvious. But if it's just a little bit in your um, energy and it's just a little bit in there, it's easy to miss it and put the onus on something else. So for example, it's easy to look at a person or a situation that's vexing you and putting the onus on them. If only the situation was different or the person was different, life would be easier, right? This, there wouldn't be a problem, right? And so I'll be sharing some of the things that might be subtle influences that are pulling you out of alignment. And again, what I'm gonna share with you in, in this episode, at least, these are things that aren't fun to look at, but I want you to keep in mind that none of them are good or bad. They all have advantages and disadvantages, all right? It's all in the perspective of how you look at them. and I'm, also not talking about blowing sunshine up your butt or gaslighting you or ga gaslighting yourself because there are legitimately benefits to some of these. I mean, we wouldn't do anything if it didn't benefit us in some way, even if it's not in the direction that we desire to go. All right. It's serving us in some way. Also, remember, it's not what you say or do, but it's your intention behind what you say or do that matters, okay? Okay, so before we jump into the icy dark depths of level one perspective, let's talk a little bit about what energy leadership is, okay? Energy leadership was developed by Bruce D. Schneider. He's a renowned coach and founder of my alma mater, IPEC, Institute for Professional Excellence in Coaching. 
And Luke Iorio, who's the president of IPEC, described energy leadership like this. All right. As individuals, we view the world through filters based on our experiences, our values, our assumptions, and our perspectives. And those filters will either limit what we see, like tunnel vision, or expand what we see, like a prism. And all of that together will impact how we perceive and what we think about our circumstances, whatever those circumstances are. And this in turn impacts how we show up in different situations. Okay. So the energy leadership index assessment, there's also an assessment, by the way. So you, as I go through this, you can recognize or not things that you experience in your life and in your business, but there is an actual assessment that you can go through and be debriefed by a master practitioner, like moi, all right, that will help reveal what specific filters you've developed and how those filters are influencing the results that you're achieving, okay? But you don't need the assessment to go through and do a self-assessment, all right? So that's what I'm giving you here. This is a process that helps you develop a personally effective style of leadership that positively influences and changes not only yourself, but also those with whom you work, you live with, people around you, okay? And also your company, your business as a whole. And this is a research-backed system, and it's utilized by companies like Boeing, Ikea, the U.S. Coast Guard, as well as thousands of individuals and everyday leaders from all walks of life, okay? So this kind of energy leadership puts you in touch with the missing link between your ambitions and your ability to achieve them. I'm about to talk about some uncomfortable things so brace yourself all right if any of the things that i talk about start to feel like they're triggering you give yourself some grace give yourself some space and a great big self-hug all right it's going to be okay and remember your focus is your energetic makeup all right that we're just looking at your energy right now or you're looking at your energy and so some things will resonate with you more than others, okay? And so I invite you to disregard the things that don't resonate at all with you. At no point as I talk about this, am I saying that you have this, although you likely have at some point in your life, okay? So you might be able to remember back to a time when you've experienced some of these things, but I'm not finger pointing and saying that you have this, but that these are, qualities and characteristics that are common in this level one perspective type of energy. Okay, so disregard the things that don't resonate and take note of the things that do. Okay, so this level of energy is catabolic. Oh, I just threw out a big word. Catabolic energy is energy that breaks you down. All right, it's the process that the body uses to generate energy to counteract a stressor. All right, and the body will find available energy within you, all right, that's stored within you and pull it to generate the um, action or the energy that you need. Okay, it'll pull that stored energy from some other place in your life. All right, so 
a person who is at the effective level one is under stress and catabolic energy is most easily seen in our stress response. So when we're experiencing stress, these are likely some of the experiences that we may have. Now, notice we're not always under stress, all right? And so we might not see them. But when you are under stress, these are more apparent. So if a person has any energy in this level, they are a victim of, or when I use the word victim, I mean at the effect of, like, oh, it's happening to me, all right, of certain events, thoughts, beliefs, emotions, perceptions that hold them back from success. And so, again, when I use the word victim, I'm talking about someone who is at the effect of something, all right? So emotionally, level one feels bad, all right? It feels bad. And the amount of desire, engagement, and action for life or specific aspects of it is very, very low accordingly. Level one energy may sh show up as avoiding certain situations or difficult issues, not taking action, and avoiding making decisions. Now, if you're an entrepreneur, you know how damaging it can be if you're not, if you're avoiding things because you are afraid of them, if you're not taking action for some reason, all right, what ha have you ever experienced a time in your life or your business where you were afraid to take an action or you didn't make a decision and then it was too late to make a decision and you suffered some kind of consequence? All right. So oftentimes making a decision in business, it's, it behooves an entrepreneur, a CEO, a leader to make a decision fast, get the results fast, because then you can make a different decision, all right? It's not failing, all right? You get a result, you get feedback, all right? And so you make a decision, you get a fast result, you make another decision. At this level of energy, the stress about making those decisions, it results from a feeling of helplessness, um, helpless to make a difference in any given situation or circumstance. It may show up also as a feeling of powerlessness, often feeling that things are just happening, all right, to them, and they don't have any control over the situation. It's a feeling of lack of control. Someone at this level might feel tired all of the time. They might feel stuck and held back from success, like something is holding them back from the success that they, they see, that they want, okay? They might feel stuck, blocked, unable to move forward. You see the next step, but you just can't make yourself take that next. In the security, safety, and anonymity, I didn't say that word right, of your own homes, raise your hand if you've ever felt that way, like stuck, blocked, unable to move forward, even though you know the exact next step. All right. So even if you're just listening to my voice, I am raising my hand. I have felt this way. Okay. Everybody has. It's not that you're not aware of what the next step is. 
you can't make yourself do it. An example of this is doing lives. All right, you know you need to do a live, you know you have amazing things to say, but you can't push that live button. You just can't make yourself push it. All right, so that's an example of that. Let's see. They might experience circular thinking. They get lost in thoughts, but they don't move, but the thoughts don't move them forward. And it's another word for rumination. They feel trapped by external circumstances. It's something external to them that is holding them back. All right, there's not enough money. I, in a remote location, people aren't close enough. I don't know who to ask for. All right, so external circumstances, something external to them that is holding them back. Um, they might feel guilt for things that they've done or not done. All right, who's never felt guilt? I better not imagine seeing any hands go up. Okay, so you know, guilt can happen for things that you do or things that you've not done. Let's see, fear of failure and fear of success. I used to think that I never had a, the fear of success, but that's not true. When you think about building business, when you think about bringing in like massive income, that feels great. When you think about serving clients and serving a massive amount of clients, that feels great. But then there's also the subtle and sometimes unconscious fear of like, how do you need to show up differently to serve those clients? What systems do you need to have in place to serve those clients? You know, what is your money story like? You know, what does money mean to you? Right? So the fear of success comes up too. Oh, the fear of trying. Why bother when nothing changes? And that may be the evidence up to a certain point, right? Why nothing I do about this particular situation ever changes. So I just got to suck it up, buttercup, right? This is what it is. All right. So there's a couple of different ways of thinking about it is what it is. But when it comes to the perspective of why bother when nothing changes and the emotion behind it is one of defeat and giving up. All right, that's where that energy un under that phrase comes from, okay? And overwhelm, a person at this level of energy might be feeling some overwhelm, all right? And have difficulty focusing, all right? And what that might look like is having a really big project due, but having no ability to focus on it until they do a totally unrelated task. How many people has ha have had some kind of big thing that they needed to do, they couldn't make themselves doing it, and all of a sudden they find themselves cleaning, washing dishes, doing laundry, right? That's me when I'm in this level one. If I find myself doing household chores, I know I am avoiding something. <laughs> And also procrastination. Now, procrastination is not laziness. And in fact, I think I uh, compare or combine procrastination with self-worth theory and perfectionism. 
Okay, so procrastination shows up here, a feeling of lack of choice and options. And that brings us to lack mindset, not enough of anything, especially time and money to go around. And again, we talked about this a little bit before, but avoidance of difficult issues, difficulty making decisions. So, and also no or low productivity, right? And this might look like being busy all the time, but at the end of the day, you found out that you were so busy thinking about all of the things and doing menial and various tasks, nothing was actually accomplished. All right, this is kind of common. All right, feeling helpless to make a difference, feeling like you're losing at life and business and avoiding confrontations. This means looks like having um, avoiding having difficult conversations with team members, with vendors, or with clients, or with family members, okay? Avoiding those confrontations, avoiding having those difficult conversations, and avoiding embarrassment, because oftentimes embarrassment feels like death. It feels like death, all right? This is a big one, because the embarrassment that I'm talking about is the embarrassment that is prolonged. It's prolonged by continuous thinking about it, um, thinking about what embarrassed the person, but they can't escape it because they keep reminding themselves about it. So if something embarrassing happened, think, yes, that was embarrassing, but now I stop thinking about it. I'm gonna think about something else. I know, I know, easy to say, hard to do. But we're gonna get to that in just a couple of minutes, all right? Just a couple more things. At this level, a person in level one in the victim perspective, they feel unappreciated, undervalued, all right? And the thing is, it's not other people who are undervaluing them, they are undervaluing themselves, all right? And they're just trying to get through the day and they're lonely in a crowded room. You could be surrounded by awesome people, but feel lonely, feel like you're alone and invisible and misunderstood. And sometimes at this level, a person is lacking purpose or they've forgotten their purpose. Man, okay, that was rough. If you are still with me <laughs> through that slog of level one hell, <laughs> Kudos, pat yourself on the back, give yourself a great big hug, okay? Being in level one is not fun, even though the list we went through might have shown you some of the things that we don't like to recognize in ourselves. I want to remind you that no level of energy is inherently good or bad. All have advantages and disadvantages, and now we're gonna get to what those are. Well, the disadvantages are pretty apparent, <laughs> pretty apparent, right? Here. But the advantages for level one energy, and this is a really um, abbreviated list, and I'll get to the why in just a moment. Level one energy, the advantages are it allows people to protect themselves from harm. All right. You don't try or do anything because you, you're protecting yourself from failing. They can receive attention and sympathy from others. If you've been on social media for any amount of time, I am sure you've seen some posts that seem as if they are trying to elicit attention and sympathy from others. 
the advantage for a person who is experiencing this level is they don't have to assume responsibility or of any negative life events. It wasn't my fault. It was something outside that did it. All right, it's not my fault. And in regards to the disadvantages, again, they are pretty apparent. None of what I talked about earlier um, in this episode has feels any kind of good. <laughs> but for uh, a person with a lot of level one energy, they have <clears throat> little to no engagement in roles and tasks. So when we talk about being in business and um, working, doing work, there's no engagement. All right, there's no ownership of tasks. They encounter great difficulty affecting change, creating change and improving life circumstances because they why change why change just nothing i do will make a difference so why try and they lack the ability to lead themselves and others so no matter what you are a leader you're a leader no matter what you do or how you act all right people will see what you do and how you act and you know even if you're just leading yourself okay but you're not going to effectively lead yourself. You're not going to effectively lead your team or your clients in that way. Woo! All right. Take a deep breath. We're going to get to better things now. Okay. So now we're going to talk about the strategies to shift to a higher level of energy. Ready? Okay, being a level one does suck. All right, it is rough. But the good news is you have strategies you can use to pull yourself out of level one and into higher levels of energy. Okay, and so those are, this one is going to sound a little trite, but bear with me. Focus on the present and let go of the past. I know, so easy to say, hard to do. But recognizing that just because the past was a certain way, you can choose to think, believe, feel, and act differently in the future. So just recognize it, write it on a sticky note, slap it up on someplace where you're going to see it, okay? Because this takes work to integrate, all right? Focus on the present. What's happening right now? What's happening in this present? One of the things that I take my clients through is grounding, centering, somatic exercises. Close your eyes. What do you taste? What does the inside of your mouth taste like? Does, do you need to brush your teeth? <laughs> does it taste like your tea? Does it taste like your coffee? All right, does it taste, still taste like lunch? <laughs> or does it taste clean? All right. What do you smell? What does your head feel like? What do your shoulders feel like? What do the clothes feel like on your body right now? Can you feel your butt in your seat? Can you feel your feet on the floor? All right. Focus on the present. Become deeply present. All right. The next one, focus on what is in your immediate control and take immediate action. 
even if it's a tiny, tiny, small step forward. All right, what is in your immediate control? You know, maybe it is you can brush your teeth. <laughs> maybe it is you can stand up, change your physical state. Changing your physical state is a huge, huge strategy. All right, maybe it is I, in your immediate control, I can take a deep breath. All right, what is in your immediate control? And take immediate action. What is the next step you can do within um, the next five seconds that will take five minutes or less? All right, and do that step, no matter how tiny it is. Find ways to fill your well and put on your oxygen mask. All right, make sure you put your oxygen mask on first. And so this can look, again, I'm sure you've heard these suggestions all right and i'm not just regurgitating them these will legitimately change your physical state all right getting six to eight hours of sleep eating healthy bringing more physical movement into your daily life making meditation or prayer if that's your thing part of your daily routine and exploring interests hobbies and clubs all right, evaluate your current relationships and explore new friendships. All right. Spend time with those who lift you up and set boundaries with those who bring you down. Boundaries are, they're things that one needs to respect for themselves. It doesn't matter what anybody else does. My boundary is my boundary. If somebody else crosses it or impinges upon it, I get to decide what I no longer tolerate, okay? And so when we talk about spending more time with those that lift you up and setting boundaries with those that bring you down, this isn't about ending relationships unless that feels right to you. This is about making a conscious decision about who you spend time with, realizing this isn't a judgment on the other person, it's focusing on how you feel when you are around them. So if you're around somebody who always brings you down or who, you know, is like a psychic vampire, you can decide not to spend time around them. And you don't have to give a reason. You can tell them the truth that I'm choosing to do this right now. You know, I value your friendship, but this is where I need to be right now. Journal and create lists. All right, and that might look like doing daily gratitudes. I have very good friends who I see all the time putting up their daily gratitudes. And you can do it publicly or you can do it privately. All right, make lists about simple things, profound things about yourself and others. List your skills and your accomplishments to date. All right, be as objective as you can. All right, especially when you're talking about your skills and accomplishments, it's so easy to to forget about past accomplishments and discount skills that you've already achieved and built up, because if you could do it, everybody else can. And that's not true. All right. Ask someone you trust for help. All right. Don't just ask for help blindly because you're going to get a whole bunch of advice that you do not want. <laughs> so find someone that you trust and ask for help.
All right. And again, I want to go back to goals and accomplishments because there are some people who once they accomplish things or they get really good at something, they take it for granted and they tend to discount it as something that everyone else can do. And really, that is not the case at all. All right. And another list is identify the I'm not good enough thoughts. All right. Identify your inner critic. Pay attention to when you find yourself thinking things like, I'm not good, I'm not smart or talented or skilled enough. Just make a note, all right? Who am I to do this thing? And challenge those thoughts. Don't just take it as fact. Who am I to do this? Who am I to do this? It's like, who am I to do this? I'm the only one to do this. I'm the best one to do this. I'm the one to do this because, okay? And perhaps the hardest part of getting out of level one, because I just talked about a whole bunch of strategies, which are super awesome, okay? But one of the biggest challenges of getting out of the level one perspective is being stuck in a pattern of inertia, all right? And if that's the case, it's time for a disruption, creating some kind of fire underneath your butt. And when, when someone is stuck at this level of this perspective, it can feel like you're caught in a cycle, like you can't get out. Awareness of the pattern is great. Being aware of it is great and it provides choices, but you can't stop there. Okay, you can't stop with just awareness. Awareness paired with inaction equals self-torture. All right, so don't do that to yourself. Practicing disrupting this level one state will increase your capacity to access the higher levels of energy. Things get better. Things get funner. Things get more compassionate. Things get more powerful. Things get more intuitive. All right. So uh, that means you need to continually choose to disrupt any level one pattern you see in yourself. Light a fire, whether it's under your butt or in your soul? What's pissing you off about this situation or how you're feeling or what the situation is? What do you no longer have availability for, right? What are you done with? <laughs> what is on your um, not to-do list now, all right? What's the line in the sand, the final straw that will goose you into moving into action? Light that fire. Initially, it may even feel like anger and force, all right? And that may feel uncomfortable at first. It may feel uncomfortable in a different way from the discomfort that you're experiencing now, but it will get you out of the swampy mire and into the action that characterizes a level two perspective energy, okay? And we're gonna talk about that in the next episode. Remember, everyone's energetic profile is normal for them, and yours is normal for you too, okay? What you're going through is normal. It may not be fun. It may not feel good, but you do have strategies now to get yourself out, and remember, you don't need to do this alone, all right? 
if you want help or you want to explore what that might look like, reach out to me and book a call. All right. And it will be a no strings attached call. We will just have a conversation. All right. And see where it goes from there. And inevitably you will leave with personalized strategies that will help you move out of this level one and access what is possible for you. All right. So have a wonderful day and I will talk to you later. Next week, the Energetic Perspective Series continues with Level 2. This is where movement starts to happen in a forceful and fiery energy with the perspective of I win. Entrepreneurial leaders can be successful in this energy, but it's not sustainable. We are going to talk about how Level 2 shows up and how to turn this conflagration of force, conflict, and my way or the highway intentionality into the fiery passion that gets your momentum going. It's going to be a fantastic episode, folks. So tune in next week. You won't want to miss it. Hey, thanks for listening. I truly hope you got something out of this episode that you can immediately implement in your life or business. If so, one of the easiest ways you can help me is to please rate, review, and follow this podcast. When you do, you help me reach other heart-centered and socially conscious entrepreneurs just like you. By the way, if you are a driven entrepreneur at the top of your game, yet find your consistent successes aren't feeling like you thought they would, I also have a special invitation to share with you. Especially if you are ready to go deep and stop the self-doubt, self-sabotage, overwork, overwhelm, exhaustion cycle that is holding you back from experiencing success that truly feels like success. I invite you to book a call with me. We'll have an intimate conversation about you and your business, and we'll talk about what's holding you back from regulating your nervous system, priming yourself for flow, and elevating your emotional intelligence so that your journey of success feels fulfilling and deeply satisfying. If you still need more help at the end of our call, and it makes sense to both of us, we'll talk about what it would look like to work together. If this sounds good to you, click the Book Trina link in the show notes. Thanks again for listening, and stay tuned for next week. And remember, be awesome!